Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with Weiss and Jordan. I'm Jim White, and today myself, Simon, and Martin Keown started by looking back at last night's European action. Can Brighton put together a run in the Europa League? Then there's the small matter of a North London derby this weekend. Martin gives us his take on who should start and go for the Gunners, while we were also joined in studio by former Spurs midfielder Sandro, who gave us his thoughts ahead of Sunday's matchup. This is Outspoken with White and Jordan. As we glide into Friday morning at 10 o'clock, welcome everybody. Um, Arsenal Invincible Martin Keown, before I go anywhere, I've been worried about you because every now and again you've come in in recent weeks and you said, yeah, problems with his eye. I, I copped an elbow in the face years ago when I played and the eyes gave me, you had an appointment last night. I haven't asked you yet. Is the news good yeah. this morning? Yeah. Good, very good. Just occasionally you'll get issues, you know, war injury. You know, kind of injury you don't get in the boardroom, Simon. But if you're out there, <laughs> if, you're out, if you're kind of, if you're out, mind you, yeah, Martin. perhaps, perhaps. Good but one. stray elbow a few years ago cracked my eye socket and uh, the retina damage. But I'm, I'm with a consultant, actually, Paul Rosen. I have to give him a word, actually, because he did the operation all those years ago. This happened in a semi-final of the FA Cup against Wolves. Um, I think one of the players I was playing against, let's leave it at that, was a bit frightened. I was coming over the top and ended up hel- helping me straight into the eye. There's the nose and the, and the eye socket are there designed actually to shield you, Jim. So it was one of those direct hits. So I couldn't see for 24 hours. So it was a bit concerned. But now I've got glaucoma in my right eye. So I have to go along every so often. So I see. It's one of those things. But I see. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Apart from that, I haven't had much to worry about. I was very lucky in my career. I had a few injuries, but um, everything yeah. else is okay. And uh, is it a case of you should see the other guy or did he live to fight but another day? It's just day? one of those things. I think it was just one, uh, often a small player who's frightened 
you know, frozen elbow, and then you come off second best. Bosh, and you caught for it. I'm glad the news is good on that front. Thank you. Did you ever get a, a war wound in the boardroom? Because no doubt a variety of people would want to clobber you. <laughs> when I was let in various boardrooms. No, no, I didn't. You banned from your own boardroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I banned myself from my own boardroom. I thought it was the best course of action, banned from many other boardrooms. It would get feisty in there now and again, though, and you weren't yeah. afraid to see you. No, no, I, had a, I think I threw a coffee cup at the Bristol City chairman in the, in the middle of a boardroom because I was sick and tired of his team cheating. Um, and there was a few, few moments, had a few rows with David Sullivan and a few other people. Um, wow. Didn't particularly get on with David Dean at times. Um, but it was How all, can you all, not get on with David Dean? Because David legged me over a few times and I didn't <laughs> oh. much appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Fair enough. Uh, Martin, on the Arsenal front, and of course we'll be talking about the North London derby, how significant is this news this morning that Odegaard has signed a new five-year deal? It keeps him at the club until 2028. Yeah, brilliant news. Uh, astonishing, really, his growth at the club. But we were looking back in midweek and it was his first goal in the Champions League. And he was at a club, obviously, he was at Real Madrid for many years. Yeah, he was like and 16 when he went there. Yeah, crazy. And they didn't actually really take him on. Um, I, think he only scored, I think he only played three games for them um, in the Champions League. I'm not even sure he played in the Champions League, Jim. It was, uh, but it was certainly now he's playing really, really well for Arsenal, controlling things in that midfield, gaining, gaining confidence all the time. I thought the other night he was magnificent. Yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's the go-to player now. Really, he's peaking. Made him captain. Is he a proper captain? I think... In Do you know, eyes. I think um, it's interesting because in the dressing room, maybe in the Real Madrid, I heard rumours that they didn't think he was that charismatic, he didn't have the personality, but I think that the manager's given him the reins and he's sort of taken over. I've met him once, I thought he was a great, great kid, seemed like he was a really good person um, and I think that's key at the moment. You don't win things, Jim, without good people and they're on the way. I know people say, oh, they haven't won anything. But they're now into, it's becoming a habit, isn't it? They won the first five games of the season last year. They won four out of the first five this year. Yeah. So they're into that habit of winning things. Yes. And he plays a major part in that. Good for him. Martin Odegaard seems one of the game's nice guys, but he can play of that, there is no doubt. Um, Simon, I don't know about you, I was channel hopping last night. There was mm. so much to keep me mm. uh, uh, invested in the evening's uh, entertainment when it came to live football. Um, Brighton, though. Yeah, that's the one I was watching most of the time. Was that the one you were watching? Mm. I, I glanced at it. I saw the horrendous weather at the very end. Mm. I was I was looking at Rangers. Michael Beale got a, a Which is a great result. result. That's, a, no, that's a good, good win. Result. That's a good result. Uh, against Real Batiste. But um, West Ham, of course, got there. Uh, not so Villa. But Brighton's European dream were very much brought back down to earth after they lost their opening clash at home to AEK Athens. These Greek teams seem to take an enormous travelling support wherever they go. Um, De Zerbe had his own version of events post-match. We conceded three goals, two goals in uh, set pieces, uh, one goal, uh, one incredible goal, the third. Uh, we made mistake, uh, eh, some mistake in the last part of the pitch. For example, the, the, the chance of uh, Joe Pedro in the second half or uh, the, the chance for um, Igor in the first half. But in terms of quality of play, we we play a very good game, I think. And I'm really proud for the performance. Uh, I think we showed not the right experience or maybe not the, the same experience of uh, ICAPA teams. For the rest, I, I think we, we play with personality, with uh, the right attitude. I mean, it's a different landscape altogether, Martin, European football. They're totally new to it. Well, brand new. And it's interesting because after thinking back to my own career when we, we won the Cup, Winners' Cup, um, went, the, went to the final 
um, in successive years. And when we got to the Champions League, it was another step up again. It's a, there's a certain way to play in Europe. And experience does play a big part in that. And it's very difficult to, to gain control in the games. They didn't have their usual sort of passing game. Goals were really affecting them. Set pieces, I thought, was, was an interesting. It was a hell of a goal, the, the header. But the second one was they were too high from the, from the free kick. Um, you know, Dunk's not in, in the team and he's very he's excellent from set pieces. So he's sort of marshalling things. Two young central defenders that hadn't really played together before. Um, they played all their attacking play. It sounds like Deserve, who, by the way, didn't come to the media afterwards. I think he took a long time out before he spoke. Um, has come back with, look, OK, I'm going to continue to love these players. He's a very emotional manager, Jim. And I think he was probably hurting that he couldn't get the control in the game that he wanted. Yeah. Uh, but that's what happens in Europe. It's, in, it's as well to get this one out of the way early. They've still got plenty of time to rescue things. But, you know... West Ham, when you look at them now, they're almost past masters in Europe. It's experience. It's their third season in Europe, mm. West Ham. Yeah. And th- you could see the difference between the two teams. So they'll get that right. And I think the manager is outstanding there. He'll get the balance right. My only fear for Brighton, Simon, is in the past, we've seen a desire to do well in Europe can um, have a damaging effect on your, your domestic uh, mm. attempts. In certain and sides, yeah. In certain sides. Yeah, and we saw Burnley start a season when they were in Europe with a difficulty and obviously they picked up momentum at the back end of the season and got themselves out of problems. Mm. I mean, Brighton are, are a very decent... They've got a continental coach uh, who's managed Shakhtar Donetsk and I don't know whether he managed Shakhtar Donetsk in the Champions League. He, he himself won't have much... European experience but I would imagine he had some European experience with Shakhtar Zanesk yeah. I don't think you need to look at this in any other way that it's an isolated game there'll be lessons learned from it and I think Brighton will 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 be better prepared to play the game perhaps rather than some of the occasion it might have been better to some extent this is hypothetical but if they played their first European game away from home because you've got this different dynamic of all the Brighton fans who are new to this experience the expectation the balance of, of thought processes going into this game might have created a situation where they played the occasion rather than the game and next time round because of the nature of the way this coach is progressing I mean there's a lot of, of praise for him um, I don't think he's the panacea for all ales. I don't think he's the best manager that ever walked into the division, but he's no, doing no. a really good job. But yeah. it's so open, isn't it? And when, yeah. and when you've got young, you know, a new partnership at the back, then they seem really deceptible for, for the counter-attack last night. And you don't quite often see that with um, their, their best players in the team, shall we say. I think Dunk now is showing, isn't he, in the team and out of the team, how important he is to Brighton. Your 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Before former Tottenham uh, player Sandro joins us, we're concentrating on Arsenal. And because Martin's with us, Arsenal fans uh, take to sending in quite a lot of messages. And some of them this morning are on a similar theme. So, Martin, it's about Arsenal's number one. Will it be Raya? Will it be Ramsdale? Might it be both (laughs) in the North London derby? Because that's where we're at in this conversation about who plays in goal for Arsenal. Arteta's been talking in the last few moments. Listen to him on this. I understand that and, and it's very difficult with every player and I suffer and I care about every player that uh, is not playing but uh, but this is the competition and, and this is my job as well to make decisions in, in the best possible way for the team and, um, and he's been very supportive, he's been really good around the place and that's what I expect from from every single player because when you are on that field there is someone else that is not. So it goes both ways, and um, and so far it's been really, really good. 
So, Martin, that was um, Mikel touching on some of the reaction to Aaron Ramsdale being mm. dropped in favour of uh, the former Brentford keeper, Raya, who's coming in the scene. They paid a lot of money for him. But do you think the reaction to this has been over the top? Where do you stand on this? I mean, when you played, you had this same goalkeeper who you knew you could rely on and he would be virtually Well, there. David Seaman, wasn't it, for a large period? He was, he was kind of named he? the number one. I remember Alex Meninga coming in for a 10-game spell. It was absolutely magnificent. But the boss, <coughs> Wenger, said, no, no, David comes back into the team. He's number one. But we don't really have that situation right now. And I think... What do you, the, what do you think of this t- situation with the well, goalkeeper? I, I, ordinarily, I, I, people might say it's not perfect, but I think it is actually in terms of like, you want competition, Jim. For, for every position around the pitch. If you had this kind of composition everywhere, then you're really going to push Man City to the limit. But with a goalkeeper, it, it, it's tough, really. And since he's been there, Arteta, he's had, he's had Martinez in goal, who is a World Cup winner. He had Leno. And now, then it was Ramsdale. And now he looks like he's using Raya. So he, the goalkeeper is really key to him. And I think when he looks back at his sort of mentor, at, which is Pep, look at how he got rid of Joe Hart when he first came in. You know, Joe was an established goalkeeper, went with Edison. So he wants someone who can pass the ball. It's really key to everything. In the modern day game, Jim, you're trying to develop play. And I think it's in that area, most of all, that Ray is ahead of Ramsdale. Yeah, but and I'll that's just, why he plays. I'll just pick you up on something. Um, Guardiola didn't sign Joe Hart. Arteta signed Aaron Ramsdale. This is what makes this all the more curious. Yeah, but then he still has the right. So for Aaron Ramsdale, read David Raya. Yeah, you, yes, right. But maybe just Pepe, Pep was, was better at making that decision very quickly. He's a much more experienced manager, whereas, you know, Arteta has taken his time and felt, OK, I want to make this adjustment. There were a couple of games but, last but season. But his observations transcend that because it's not just a case of, you're absolutely right, if he signed a goalkeeper and that subsequently found a better goalkeeper, it doesn't mean he shouldn't replace him. Yeah. So it's almost incidental, that observation. But the point is, is that he's gone beyond that and said that he's going to rotate, he's going to substitute goalkeepers. We haven't he seen think, that yet, he, think, we? he thinks it's a component part of the new generation, the new frontier of football, that goalkeepers at certain times during the game will be substituted. You did because, say that, Simon, but it's and I more thought difficult. Was, I thought that was innovation for innovation's sake. Well, frankly. how does he do that when Rea plays so well? Because I thought last... I don't know, the he's other, the one that said it. The, the other night, he could be the new right back. He, he, he's pinging the ball for fun. It's, uh, he's very calm in that area. And it, it doesn't look like he's uh, ruffled by anything. And I think maybe if you look at Ramsdale, there was a couple of moments last season when he gave... I mean, David Jim were nitpicking, but, you know, they gave the ball away, didn't they, against Southampton and... He, he, there was a couple of moments in earlier games this season against Manchester United where he looked a little bit rushed in possession and maybe the managers thought, OK, do you know what? I'm going to make that change. And that's what it is. That's what you have to live with as mm. a player. Um, it all looks rosy from the outside. It's tough on Ramsdale. It really is. But, the, you know, you're trying to become champions. You're trying to take Man City on and you keep raising the bar. And I think that's what they've done with Ray. I mean, it's tough on Ramsdale. Should it not incentivise Ramsdale? Well, and a, a lot of Arsenal fans are saying, they're getting at us about this. Do you think? No, I, do you think the media coverage I, I, of it? A little bit. I mean, is they, an they keep, I don't like they keep panning to Ramsdale, don't they, on the bench to see you know every time there's a mistake made or a save made, or that's just the way the media is, Jim, because that's, oh, the, the, narrative. That. that's, the, that's, that's the, the narrative. That's the that's the narrative. And you know, at the, the end of the day, you know, I think Terry Henry was saying the other day, you know, they don't scrutinise quite so much when a centre forward comes in, and you know, but it's different for the goalie because he doesn't really. Get, when does Ramsdale get another chance to prove that he's better than Raya? It's really difficult for him, and Raya's now the man. It's the who would you like to start on Sunday against Tottenham? Well, I, I like continuity. And I, if I'm a playing in the back four, I like to see the same goalkeeper behind me. I don't want to see necessarily see that change. I can't remember... So who gives a name? Well, Raya plays. Raya plays. Jim, you can't... Do you remember a ridiculous situation we had with Shilton? 
and, Re- and, and Clements, Clements rotating Clements with Ron Greenwood yeah. back in the day. Mm. It was like two fantastic goalkeepers, but it, it never really worked. You have to pick one in the end, and I think now that's what's happened here. Uh, I'm not saying he won't ever get back in the team, but Rea does look as if Jimmy's just gone in. He takes crosses really well. He's so calm. There was a lot of pressure on him, a lot of talk around him, and he's managed it magnificently. Interesting to see how it plays out because it is a bold move from the manager to take another cu- a goalkeeper that's a number one goalkeeper and put him in front of the England one of the England goalkeepers his last and, make a England. F- and make a four-act play out of it in terms of potentially being able to prepare to rotate goalkeepers in the same way that you rotate players and substitute them in the same way. Because if Raya doesn't work out and subsequently throws in a few ricks, they'll be after Arteta for it. But if you, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you look at the game and now with these, these, it's like playing chess, isn't it? And you sometimes wonder for Pep, who's the queen on the pitch in that board? Because he's the most powerful player on the pitch. I think it's the goalkeeper. When I see it for Edison, and if he's got the same mantra, he's got the same belief, he's thinking, do you know what? I've got to get the goalkeeper right. I've not done it. This is my fourth goalie. I'm going to get this right because this is the way I'm going to play because that's how it works. Sometimes I'm watching Raya and he's alongside the other centre forward, centre centre half. And I'm thinking, wow, he's miles out of his goal. Mm. But he wants him there because he can launch a pass and then he can put other bodies in the final third. And that's what it's about football, numbers, getting them forward. And the, the, the most important player might be the goalkeeper in the modern day game. Did they win the Premier League with Aaron Ramsdale in goal? Well, it doesn't look like he's going to play now, Jim, does it? Do you, do, what do you think? Do, well, do, do, do you think Ryan well, now is going well, to be... Well, they didn't last year. Um, so maybe now that's what the manager's feeling, that this is the final piece in the jigsaw. But there is a certain long, long way to go to... Look up City. Have, at me City haven't even gone no, through I'm the gears curious, yet, Jim. Curious. I mean, I don't think it, they didn't win the Premier League because of Ramsdale. No, that's right. We're, and they we're, didn't win the Premier League because they the media. That's the media narrative, you see. Jim's been a school... He's been schooled at this for years, haven't you, Jim? Uh, but you've said for a long time the goalkeeping position is probably one of the most important, if the not well, the most important, important, very important in the goalkeeper yeah. in, in the uh, team. And that's why the manager that's keeps why we, that's moving. That's why it needs a bit of you know closer forensic uh, investigation. And I think there are reasons for it. I, I must admit, I'm not surprised about the media interest in this because sooner or later you're going to have one guy who's very happy and one guy who's not. That's the way it will go. And that's how football is, Jim. And that's how it, football it, is. It, you, there's, there's always somebody better than you. you just got to manage the situation. You, I mean, Ramsdale now will learn an awful lot about, you know, I think he's a great character. Um, I really enjoyed him last season. Uh, just one or two mistakes. Yeah. And obviously the manager now feels, I just want a little bit more finesse in that area. Key for me is how we develop the play. I might yeah. lose a little bit. I'll, do you know his reflexes might not be quite as sharp as the other? Actually, last year, Jimmy's statistics were very good. He was one of the best yeah, in the Premier League. Yeah. So okay. far, he's taken it to taken to the job well. I liked his chess comparison. Did you not? I it, was, it was fabulous. Who was your favourite best... player, incidentally? Boris Baskey was mine. Uh, oh, I tell chess. <laughs> uh, Kasparov, wasn't it? Kasparov. 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 Yes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Sandro Ranieri Guimaraes Cordero. Yes. Welcome. Thank you very much, guys. So happy to be here. It is great Let's to see you. Welcome, welcome. This Thank is you. this is Arsenal Invincible, Martin Keown. Yeah, yes, we, we've he's just had a good chat. Pressure already. Pressure on me. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's started doing his coaching. Yeah. So he's looking ah, yeah. to coach, and he's been yeah. at Brighton yeah. this last few weeks. You've been. And, you're doing your, uh, so your B badge, badge, is it? Yeah, B. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Roberto De Zerbi. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? Yeah. Nah, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was his player in Italy, so I asked him to to join to to learn from him because uh, he's great. Yeah. Any secrets? You gonna uh, tell us any secrets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, I, I, though. I mean, I, Jim, I wonder how now the modern day player deals with all the information that comes in. It's just like um, it's incredible. You know, so aware now of, of the damage they're doing to the opponents mm. and how everyone moves and yeah. rotates. Yeah. And Deserve is big on this. Yeah, he likes to work on on that. Yeah, he's a good teacher, is he? Yeah, he's a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. He's so you good. want to be a coach now? Yeah. What age are you now? Th- in your thirties. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. Okay. So having played at the highest level, you want to stay in football, and you think you know, although it's very competitive, you could be a top yes, coach. Yes. Yes. I, I got this inside, you know, and. Uh, I had more than 30 uh, coaches on my career and I I see a lot of things and uh, I want to to try to 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 put uh, my opinion on the game. Okay, who's it's the best coach? That. Who's the best coach you played under? Uh was as heavy 100%. Yeah, 100%, yeah. So it was no surprise to you Sandro when Deserbi was named no boss of Brighton because we didn't know much about him. Yeah, but I I work with him so I I fell in love with him in the first first week. What makes him then so so special? What different to everyone else? Uh he got uh, passion. He got passion. He's there every day, like like a teacher, you know. Like, don't do that. Don't come here. Blah, blah. Every day, every day. He and understands he, the game yeah, so well. Yeah, he understands the games and and he practices a lot the repetition. Yeah, and I I can't say nothing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but in your time here, working. you 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 moved here obviously from Brazil, and in your time here, you had an incredible time oh. at Tottenham. 
you were loved by the Tottenham fans. They called you Beast. Yeah. You scored an incredible <laughs> goal against Manchester United. Even Rooney said, what yeah, a what, strike yeah. that was. Um, how would you describe your time at Tottenham? What made that time so special? Yeah, I, I just love the club and I, I feel the connection with the fans is straight away. It's straight away for the first game. And uh, I, I, I can't explain how 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 become uh, the rela the relationship like that. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's because I put passion every single ball. I was trying to give uh, everything, every game. And I think that can make the difference for the fans and the fans can see it. Yeah, and, and you did well because in your time at Tottenham, you played for Brazil. Yeah. So if you were doing well for your club, yeah, your your nation, yeah. your sure. nation wanted sure. you, and and they did. What what about the game that we're about to see this weekend, Sandro? The North London derby. He was Arsenal. You were Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like him, and he didn't like you. <laughs> what what does what is does what makes this fixture the special fixture that it is? Yeah, he's a. Uh... It's a magical game. Uh, everybody knows uh, the atmosphere. Everybody's watching us. So uh, we knew the week. We we can feel the game. You can smell it. You know. And uh, I think it's it's all about <laughs> all about uh, um, controlling your mind. Controlling your mind mm -hmm. for me. It's all about this uh, uh, focus before the game. You have to. I don't know, call your mom, call your friends. If you want to do whatever you want to be ready, do it. Because when the, the, the referee feels the whistle, you must be ready. You, you can't uh, miss nothing because otherwise it's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. played in eight of these games. You won three, you lost four, you drew <sighs> one. You, <laughs> you played under Harry Redknapp. You played under Andre villas Boas. Yeah. What was villas Boas like? Yeah, like him. He he was more uh, like coming a coach that young, you know, with another mentality. And uh, yes, I like him. But I love Harry as well. Uh, was uh, but for me it was difficult to come in and uh, play with Harry because the information, the, the English, my yeah. English is still I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And, uh, yes. With Villas Boas, I enjoy more because I was uh, two years with uh, Tottenham, and uh, Portuguese. He speaks Portuguese as well, doesn't he? Portuguese yeah. as, as well, and uh, yes, and my best time was with Villas Boas before mm -hmm. I, I I get my injury in the in the knee. That was a, that was a problem, wasn't it? Yeah. Inju injuries and that's why really hampered you. Yeah. That's why you had to finish. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But in your time there, you played with Bale, Gareth Bale. I mean, Talent what did you it. see in Bale? You thought this guy's going to go on to Pace. even bigger things, and he did. I, what did you think? I uh, I tell everybody that Bale was the greatest player that I play with. Everybody say, "Well, you play with Ronaldinho, you play," and I I don't play with Ronaldinho. I train with him. You know, just few days, and uh, I I did a few games with Ronaldinho as well. But Bale affect the game for me in that year. Every single game was yeah. scoring, uh, assist, Champions League. He was amazing in that Champions League, wasn't he? His first time. Yeah, his pace was unbelievable. Yeah. I thought he was uh, next year the won the, the Ballon d'Or mm. because he was everywhere, flying. Yeah, 
Yeah. And those were great times for you, weren't they? Oh. Those were great. You mentioned Ronaldinho. What was it like training with him? Ah, he's, he's special. He's uh, magical. Yeah, he can, he he can, can do, do crazy things like, but beautiful. Control of the ball. Control it? of the ball. Beautiful. Am I right in thinking that it was another Brazilian, Gilberto Silva, who convinced you to join Tottenham? Yeah. You were in Brazilian national duty. Yes. What did he say? Because uh, Gilberto Silva played for Arsenal. Yeah. Top man, by the way. Pretty too. Great guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we was in the national team, and he uh, he just heard about me coming to Premier League, and he said good things. Sandro, you must go. with football is the greatest. Uh, you're gonna love it. The it's Premier Tottenham, League. Premier League. Yes, and I say, well, I was happy because he was talking to me, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> because I'm his fans, it's the same um, position, and I was very pleased that he. He talked to me. Gilberto and was and very, he said, he said, Tottenham, go to Tottenham. Tottenham. Go to Tottenham. Yeah, you 100% is going to be great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, it was. You had a great time there. I mean, of that, there is no doubt. I'm actually looking, message after message coming in. These Tottenham fans still love you. What, oh, what is this bond that I'm seeing? What is this thing that you have with them? <laughs> Why is there this huge connection with you and Tottenham? And the like fans? I said, like I said, was this was the first game I felt this this love. That's why sometimes I, I'm too win. I talk. Sometimes I feel like, uh, uh, how can I say? Uh, Sometimes I think I'm talking too much with them, but because I love, because I love is is normal for me, you know. It's mm. not that I, I want to, yeah, to, to take. You want to thank them. Yeah, I want yeah. to thank them, and uh, yes. Uh, I and just, what about Tottenham today? Under Postecoglou, they have this new manager. They have this new stadium. The place wow. is incredible. Wow, the moment, the moment the, is at amazing. this moment is incredible, it's right? Amazing. Yeah, and I uh, I don't want that moment stop against Arsenal this moment I'm afraid it's going to it's about to nah 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 nah, <laughs> nah, nah. It's they're in good shape aren't they yeah. Spurs start of the season seems to be playing with so much more freedom and Madison's come in hasn't he and he's like he's been there it's like he's been there forever yeah he's so creative and I with the previous manager it's all, it felt well the previous two managers I suppose you felt it, they, they were suppressed some way they weren't playing with any freedom there's no joy in the building and now it feels like there's a they, they, they love it and you've got to when you take to the field you have to love these moments don't you but, but for example Conte it's not uh, it's not Tottenham Tottenham is, is like that it's going forward attract, attacking attacking go go push everybody uh, in the stadium like liberated yes, at the moment yes the yes Postacoglu wants Postacoglu. players to express themselves yeah yeah uh, and show what they can do be positive front foot yeah exactly when and you were at Tottenham did you get the impression that it was an ambitious football club because Conti left last year and talked about this football club hasn't won anything for 20 years it's actually 15 yeah. years and has the players have no ambition there's no motivation they don't play under pressure and obviously Daniel was there would have been the chairman when you were there and, yeah. and signed did you get the impression that Tottenham was an ambitious football club that was set up to want to win things or did you get a different slightly feel because there's always this thing about the way Tottenham play but yeah. you need to win as well yeah. at the end of it I we was close to to win something we I, I remember when I, we we got Bayou Modric, we did a uh, a great uh, uh, season, but we, we was quite there. We was 
nele there. But after Bale uh, went out, Modric went out, and this time is difficult because you have to to go again and mm. sometimes rebuild, rebuild again and again. And uh, but uh, Tottenham is it's a big, big club, and uh, and I think now it's a new era. It's Harry Kane is gone. I think now the the players can be more together mm. as a team, as a unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I I think this make difference when, what, what when you have Ri- that. What is Richarlison like? Your fellow Brazilian. What what is this boy like? Is is he going to be like one of the best? Could he be? I think he feels a little bit the pressure in the in the in the few never looks happy in the few games. And when I see him on the pitch, he never looks happy. He's never smiling. <laughs> I know that. I, Look at you. You haven't You're got a smile. Smiling. You haven't got a smile, but you never see a joy, do you? When yeah. it, even if he scores, I mean, he scored a fantastic goal yeah, yeah, last yeah. time why, out. Why, why does he feel pressure? I think it's normal because Harry <laughs> to replace Harry, it's normal. But I always, I always thought the goal will come, will come, mm-hmm. and now what he does in this last game was incredible. And now he's just getting confidence and confidence. And the way Tottenham are playing, the goal will come. Don't worry. So he could be great for Tottenham. He could be great. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. What about Sunday? I know you want Tottenham to win. Of course. They have to go to Arsenal. What do you think they have to do to get three points? This is a massive game. How how do they do it? How do they go about this job? Like I said, it's, it's mentally. You have to prepare yourself mentally before the game. You have to go with a knife on the teeth. Like, there's <laughs> no mistakes. Tackle everywhere. Would you have this week now, Arsenal have had a Champions League game, haven't they? And Spurs have sat watching them all week. Which position would you rather be in? Would you, would, would you, would you want those seven days to prepare? Or would you rather have had a game in between? Because Arsenal did exceptionally well the other night. It's it's hard. It's hard. But uh, I would prefer to to train. I would prefer to train, to watch, to think about your opponent. Yeah, how but then does that not get the them. better of you a little bit if you think too much? No, because uh, I think everybody is quite fit because they played already five games, and uh, sometimes it's it's good for you to to rest a little bit, and think about the game. Let I prefer like this because. Uh, if you prepare the game well, I think you you get something from the game, and uh, it's like that. You you played more than me. <laughs> you know how is that game? It's 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 special. Well, yeah. For a large periods, a lot of those games, Jim, were you know I'm not being disrespectful. Arsenal were winning things, weren't they? And it was always this feeling that Spurs were desperate to beat us or stop us winning, <laughs> yeah. stopping winning something because we yeah. were the team that were winning. Would stuff. you love to play against him? Yeah, in that, in that period, in that period, yeah. it'd be no. good to have him. I enjoy his spirit. <laughs> I can feel the spirit yeah. Yeah. that he had, and he brings to a dressing room. And I think there's, I'm, I really like this sort of person to stay in the game because it's good for young players coming in to see that you know, it's an enjoyable thing to do, Jim. Yeah, that's right. So many yeah. coaches make it so tense. Well said, Martin. Well and it's well all a, it isn't really that difficult, you know. When you go from the reserves to the first team, I actually found it easier in the first team. But we make it it's such easier. a big step to make, yeah. and I think yeah. Yeah. players like this, yeah. Andrew, in in the game. Introduce that yeah, idea. The, the joy the you have is infectious, I have to say. I mean, after Tottenham, you were at QPR. There's a message there. I've got to read this out. I'm a Queen's Park Rangers fan. What a fantastic guy this is in your studio. We were watching a game at QPR 
Uh, Sandra was injured. Do you remember this? He knocked on the door of our box and said, uh, can I join you? <laughs> he sat down with us, watched the game and described the game as it was being played. He showed so much passion for Queen's Park Rangers. He was so courteous. It was a shame he was injured and couldn't play that day, but for us... It was a great memory. Uh, he just you. sat with the fans <laughs> in a box. I love it, you know. I'm I'm a simple guy. I love to... I don't know, sometimes I felt that I'm not a footballer because sometimes I get too close to the fans. And I love I love to feel person. I, yeah, I love the bond. Speak, the bond, yeah. Yeah. You and also love music. Listen, I love music. Listen to this, everybody. Here's Sandro, live this lunchtime. Oh, come on. Oh, man. This is <laughs> Any chance you get, Most you're playing talented. guitar, you're singing. This is what you do. You do this in Brazil a lot, right? Yeah, my family loves singing. My mom, my dad. is. I'm I'm this. <laughs> You're just a happy man. Um, whilst you were in the UK, another sport you became you came to love is darts. Yeah, you love playing I, darts. I play uh, uh, against Bobby George. Bobby George. Wow. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely jobly, he said. Yeah. Lovely jobly. <laughs> <laughs> got the loveliest jewelry <laughs> as well, wasn't he? I went to yeah. his house. He got a burby. He built it house. himself, didn't he? Do you yeah. know it's a true story? Yeah. Did he built himself. Yeah. Really? The, the, the pub. Bobby That's George, great. If, if you remember, Sandro, you require double top. Um, give us a score prediction for Sunday. Who's going to win it? Uh, I've got a good idea what's coming. Uh, I go for 2-2. Two, two. Oh, 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, okay. I take that. Now, I take that now. I want to see in the game. Sometimes uh, I can change for, for the win. But before the game, I, I take 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Okay, we shall see. What do you think? Well, I, I think don't think it'll be win. far off. I think Arsenal will win, but I, I do like what I'm seeing with Spurs. Yeah. I do, And I actually felt the squad was coming together really well under the previous manager. Yeah. It's just that this guy's come in now and he's just lifted, hasn't he, that pressure from the players and he just played with such a freedom. And I think there's a love for the players. We saw that at the start of the season when Romario was taken off against Brentford. Head injury. You know, he said, come on, off you come. Or Romero. Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah, Romero. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, I just think there's a togetherness there now. Essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Let's finish today with this. Um, The place, Old Trafford, Manchester. The time, 20 years ago, almost exactly. And this happened. Mr. Roy jumps into him now. Did Fiera kick out then? It looks as though Steve Bennett thinks that he did. He's off towards full and but penalty. Oh, penalty against Martin Keogh. The controversy hasn't finished here. Arsenal cannot believe it in stoppage time. The responsibility rests with Ruud van Nistelrooy. Oh, he's missed it. He has hit the bar. It's the final whistle. And Arsenal do get their draw, but it's not finished yet. They're all around Ruud van Nistelrooy. Now then, if you're watching on YouTube and Facebook, you'll see the image uh, that is uh, on the screen at the moment, 20 years since the Battle of Old Trafford, and Martin Keown literally right in the face of uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy. 
Have you ever apologised to Rude for that? Do you, when you see that image, do you regret it? The way it finished I, that day. There's two questions there, Jim. Come on. The first question: Did I shake hands with him? Yes, I did. I shook hands with him at the semi-final of the FA Cup when they knocked us out. The day when Reyes was kicked from pillar to post. God rest his soul. Because Manchester United needed to be physical against us, so that was another story. Went out the FA Cup that day. Um, did I hate him? Was the next question? Was it? No, I didn't ask you that. I mean, uh, you know, oh, I, you're showing a little bit too much there. I, I say you've, jumped, never, you've jumped the gun with the H word. Didn't hate anybody. You apologised to him, or did? I said to him, "Are you pals Don't now? take it personally, you know, because I, I had it in for most strikers, but more so, <laughs> more so him actually. To be fair, but he, what he'd done, Patrick Vieira was was our you know our main midfield player, and he got him sent off. Ten minutes to go in the game. No, the, game the game was going nowhere, Jim. Vieira kicked out, if I remember. He did, but when you, I just had a look back at it this week, of course, because I've been questioned on it, and. You look, Van Nistelrooy knows there that he's left all sorts on Patrick. The, the knees come up; it's gone right into his back, and it's just like. Do you, it, do it, when you look back on it, because it gets dragged up, and I know you're not particularly enamoured of being dragged up. Do you look back on it with any regret? If the roles are reversed, I mean, obviously you'd get a couple of old ladies in front of you to protect you. If, <laughs> if the roles are reversed, how would you have been the reactionary towards the the circumstances? I just took it on the chin and just. Well, I would probably have showed more anger than than Van Nistelrooy did. I was a little bit surprised as the way that. Actually, he wasn't really protected by his teammates. They'd been previous in this game, and I think he knew that what he, you know, he'd caused that storm. And at the end of the day, he had the chance to to score a penalty. He's probably only thinking about that, the big miss. But it was massive for me because it was um, I was coming to the end of my career, and I didn't want to let this group down. I was 37 years of age, and the penalty was given against me. I fought harshly. Martin Tyler's very keen to give it in the commentary. There's interesting. <laughs> I didn't think it was. A, I didn't think it was well, a penalty. He's got, a thing, Tyler. He's got a thing with Tyler. No, 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 not really. Yeah. So I, I thought. I thought. Okay, it's unlucky. How has he seen that? The referee. But anyway, and then he misses. Of course, it's massive for me that he was. You know, and literally look back in time that we were to go on beating the whole season, and you had to get something. At Old Trafford to get a penalty at Old Trafford was. But I remember watching it well, at the free time. Free kick was I, a miracle. I, I remember Never watching it at the win. time and not. I, I wasn't offended. I was. I sat there watching it and I wasn't offended by Martin's reaction. No. I didn't look at it and go. And I, the only thing I remember, and I'm pretty sure it's that game, was Parler sneaking in a sneaky little dig into Van Nistelrooy's ribs. Was yeah, that was, the game? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. He gave him a punch, a little cow, did it behind, stood behind the house while he did it. <laughs> you were more kind of. I, I think you saw a little face, bit about Martin. the team spirit that it was around yeah. at that point. You know, a, Manchester I United, I think, when we were in a situation where they, I mean, everything, it was a game within a game. They, the way they get around the referees, it was so difficult <laughs> going to Old Trafford. I mean, it was even to the extent, Jim, we were talking about, we touched on this, talking, did a piece with the Daily Mail about when it was, when it was a match day, if we were playing them, we were like, we're not going into the tunnel until they do. They, we want them to wait for us. We're, we're the top dogs here, not them. And we did this with every team, but no one really realised. But Manchester United, they wouldn't come out either. So they was, all these things, you know, we, we were big on and we weren't going to be intimidated by them. Now, we thought we were better than them. And look what they achieved, by the way. Magnificent team, 1999. They went on to win the treble. And in that period, we wrestled away some of their dominance. Mm. And at that point, Jim, up to that, you know, they were... Winning everything, Manchester United. In, when we won the league in ninety seven, ninety eight, they yeah. won everything except for Blackburn winning it once. They yeah. won everything. Do, do you do you just crack on with life, even in the knowledge that because of that you're pretty much despised by many Manchester United fans, but well, you are a, lauded I, by the Arsenal. I support. did have a Man United fan come to me and say that it was worse than Cantona when he took uh, a kung fu kick into the crowd, and I said I jumped up and down in the air. You might not have liked my behaviour, 
but I don't think it was violent. But there we are. You can't separate it. You can't change people's beliefs and minds. The Arsenal fans, it was very balanced by the mail, by the way. They went and got not. They didn't get an Arsenal opinion on it. They got a Man United opinion on it. Um, it wasn't violent, it was quite threatening. Well, maybe, but the Manchester United fans... Intimidating. Is that where you had an epiphany about player welfare? I suddenly thought, I need to make sure that I adjust my ways, amend my ways. I was only interested in my players, (laughs) and not theirs. But, you know, there was that many suspensions, that many fines. We did really well to recover from that. And be honest, Jim, it was probably the beginning of the end of my career at Arsenal, because I got injured... Uh, warming up in a game, sort of three games later, and then the the penalty, the, the number of games I had was quite a few weeks later. So uh, you couldn't get back, you couldn't get back in the team because it it didn't lose, did it? Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation, outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a five star review wherever you get your podcast from. We'll be back on Monday to bring you the best of the show. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.